we are discussing advices and tips you'd like to tell newcomers. So remember the first time you laid your hands on a Unix box, most probably you were lost, just like most people. And now that you've got some experience with Unix in general, what would you tell yourself from the past? This is what we're gonna discuss today. I'm Vinam in the company of THLST, The Lost, well. and ABHX, also known as Stark. Okay. You're listening to the Nixers Podcast. We dabbled with the topic of purpose. Is it important for newcomers to have a certain purpose to use Unix? Does it help? Is it a necessity? Would you really tell yourself that you needed a purpose to start learning new things? And I think that that's an important point, the, the purpose behind why you want to learn. Because if, if you're not attracted to this new topic, to this new environment, if, if you don't like it, if you're not enjoying it really, then you don't have a purpose, you don't have a goal, then you won't be learning anything. You're, you're just wandering uh, around Unix, but you're, you don't really have uh, any clue what you want from it. You don't have, don't have to have a specific purpose. It can be anything you want to do with computers. If in any mean uh, Unix systems are going to help you with that, then that's that's a good start, I believe. Yeah, you definitely gotta uh, have a genuine interest for the subject. Otherwise, I mean, like most things, you won't be able to learn and you won't enjoy. It. And the thing you won't enjoy, you will end up quitting. Yeah, purpose is a great way. And uh, another thing was the necessity. I mean, I started using Linux back when uh, I mean I needed an operating system that used low memory and. Uh, Pretty much that was the main uh, one of the benefits that I started using Linux and uh, from there I started seeing other people uh, what they were doing and learn from them from their examples then uh, scorching on the, the forums and looking the issues that other people were having and trying to figure out the solutions to them and that's how I'm learning and still learning. Drives you through a path to learn but unconsciously because you just happen to need that system at that time right definitely necessity that's a, an interesting and fascinating point necessity no, i didn't think about it directly there are people who really need a system and that's the only solution and they have to learn i think it goes along with the, the topic of purpose no, not really because when you have a operation system you don't really need to have a, a central purpose to do something and the operating system is only is only going to help you with that thing I think that the operating system is there to help you with anything so yeah a, a starting purpose is good to get you starting to learn the basics of the operating system and stuff like that but as as time goes on you don't always stick with one purpose for your entire life so this operating system is there to help you with anything and anything you want to do so yeah i totally agree with this because if you have an operating system it's supposed to answer any question it's, it's a generic operating system it's not yeah. like it's only for multimedia but my point was and and i think our point was and many others was that to learn new things you may need to have a a new reason or something that you need to uncover hidden parts that you didn't uh, uncover before. And, th and that was my point. Not that you may only have one single purpose and that's the thing that makes you learn. 
But you're, you're right. It, it's generic, so it doesn't have to no. be one uh, single uh, purpose. Uh, I, totally, I totally see the point. It's just that uh, it, the list, listeners might get confused at the, the thing about having a purpose. Because when you say they need a purpose to start, well, uh, they might think that they always need to have a purpose to do anything in, in Unix-like system. Because otherwise, then you wouldn't learn anything if you have no purpose. And that, that's a fair argument. Unix is driven by its communities. They are an inherent part of its being. What did we have to say to newcomers about them? As with everyone, usually when we start, we, we don't have a community around us. And then we, we find out about communities online uh, at the start of our journey. And then we want to, to learn new stuff and ask other people. And that's the great thing about Unix is that it has a lot of communities for different distros, different softwares, etc. But around that, those communities, there are different mindsets and, and ways of thinking that are sometimes destructive. And one of my advice is for newcomers would be to not be intimidated by those condescending people that think they are too highly and it's it's fairly common definitely have a fortune why give us an example <laughs> install gen 2 install gen 2 those condescending people uh, they might sound elitist to newcomers and and it's it's a sort of wall of entry which may may appear intriguing to new ones like they they want to get behind the walls with the others like it's it's tempting to become that yourself a condescending guy and and that could be in itself a drive to learn but it's wrong it's wrong to 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 add a fuel to the fire discussing uh, communities that we find actually helpful like different kind of communities like for example the crunch bank community was helpful the people in the the monitors they were providing actually helpful answers and uh, they were detailed and uh, linking like that everyone has their own experiences so if we share our own experiences in here i would personally say that huge communities like stack overflow or stack exchange or unix.com they're way too overwhelming they're way too big it's bewildering and the sense that uh, they're just a help desk you just post a question you get an answer I wouldn't really consider those communities and the sense that it's a closed group. I would advise to, to join smaller communities. But also, from my own experience, in small communities, you still have those, uh, those annoying people that will be condescending. But you have to deal with it because it's, it's, it's always better than the bigger communities where you don't even get to, to get in touch with anyone at all. Yeah, that's my advice. Uh, and that's my personal experience with communities. Some people in communities don't really like to help, but it's it's just uh, a minority. And they, when they see beginners asking silly questions or something like that, they they will uh, reply with 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 things like, "Well, you you should have." searched for that first uh, before you 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 asked us anything and that's a bit uh, that's a bit uh, annoying because beginners don't really grasp this thing of searching and try, trying to get a result from from 
from their doctor or something like that. So in communities, I think that something that I would give as an advice is that don't really ask about everything that you are not sure about. So if you if you can, you could do a little research before asking questions. And if you don't find anything uh, relate, related to your your question or to your doubt, you may end up asking anyway to the community. Yeah, it's just so you can uh, improve your abilities to take care of yourself. Like you don't you don't re rely on people to to answer your your questions. You could very much answer your own questions by searching or by uh, looking to, to to answers. And sometimes it's hard to figure things out because you have many sources. And sometimes sources are not accurate. They're just giving a certain perspective of, of a subject that doesn't apply uh, on your specific thing. And when you ask, then people don't reply or reply. And you have to deal with this. Yeah, definitely. There is also something that I like about the community. And that's a, a pattern I see. That the more you learn about the system, the more you want to, to teach other people uh, what you've learned. And that is simply the most amazing thing I have ever seen about anything like in, com in computers, in computers uh, area. It makes me happy to know that people are willing to teach stuff like what makes uh, a sitting a Unix-like sitting? What are the tools you have to use in order in order to accomplish some task or something like that? Or even uh, teaching the philosophies of the the philosophy of Unix in general. This is great because community is built on top of this. Community is uh, a bunch of people that are willing to help anyone with anything. Of course. There are uh, those that are going to tell you that you have to search it yourself and that stuff. But it's really a small part of it. It's not what the community is, is built up on. So yeah, that's that's really a, 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 a interesting pattern I see in Unix-like system communities. So that that really makes me happy. That's how I see our stuff working in communities. That's how things uh, are in general it's it's wonderful and I, I think it can drive newcomers in that good direction but it also has its drawbacks with and uh, relation with how people perceive themselves with their status and the community if they choose to adhere to a community or join one community and uh, the sense that sometimes people learn stuff and they want to teach others or at least appear as if they know something. Uh, what I would say to newcomers is don't stop for one answer. Uh, wait for more than one answer because sometimes one single guy can be wrong on certain topics, but he doesn't want to admit it. That's not very constructive. Sure, you have many communities. It's fun. Join communities. That's a good advice. And ask multiple people, but don't stop for one answer because it might be misinformation. Make your own knowledge based on what you learn on with communities or with yourself. Right. And, and also, it, it might be frightening because it always seems like there's someone smarter than you, someone that, that, that 
and they're condescending at the same time and it seems like they're looking at you as if you were a kid and then you're depressed on that topic you just want to ask and no one's there to help yeah i can sympathize with that because it seems like the information is overwhelming there's just too much to learn and you do your own research and there are millions of pages coming up when you search millions of results and then you're lost completely. Uh, it's, a, it's a sort of independence you have to take, right? Yeah. So communities are a great way to learn, but they're not enough. Just like we've said, you have to take your own independence. So let's discuss this. I mean, what's obvious to one is uh, strange or very overwhelming to a new user. Searching for error codes or whatever or looking up to a specific media documentation is not so common sense to a newcomer. There's also issues like uh, misinformation or misdirection. A lot of people don't have uh, the full knowledge so based on their partial knowledge they are making suggestions or just throwing out uh, random opinions or just they are just googling out the whatever the problem is and they are just partially giving kind of solutions that probably won't work. So a new user, as a new user, you have to do your own research, uh, look it up, what's the actual issue. So only you can figure out what's going on. Also laziness, I mean, both on the user part and who is not helping. On the user part, sometimes we are lazy due to shortage of time or whatever the reason. And uh, someone who is helping on the other side can be like, it's too much work for him, you consider this, even though he knows that it would have been easier for him to explain the it. Not everyone takes the step-by-step -step method to explain everyone, just elitism everywhere. Most of the places, not everywhere. Most most people are starting to be lazy. They, they're looking for for step-by-step -step guide. They don't know. They, they're just lost in this kind of cloud. Uh, my point is that they're just looking for step-by-step -step guide. And there's this mentality today that people want the easy way. And Unix is not the easy way. So you have to tell that to newcomers. It's not easy. People say it's simple, etc. But it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. Definitely. Simplicity is not equal to yeah, easiness of the situation or whatever the problem might be. On that topic, on that specific topic, there's a dude called Mike Lesk. His point was that usually users choose a system, uh, and it's common nowadays, they, they choose a system based on a 30-second basis trial. So they just use this, they want something to use directly, some, something instantaneous. And they want to get feedback, they want fancy interfaces, they, they want all that stuff. And they do see it on the Unix side and they see all those fancy stuff, but they want the results directly. And that goes along with laziness and asking questions. It, it, it won't come to you directly. You have to go for it. Also, about the system itself, you are never going to stop learning. It's an evolutionary thing. And by that, by that, I mean that you never are fully, you never, you never end with this. Like, uh, okay, I, I've learned some stuff and I know how to do X stuff and Y stuff, but am I, am I done here? No, it's not, it doesn't have a, a, a ending. Like you are always going to learn new stuff that you didn't know know about <clears throat> some stuff might might be a little complicated than others but that's okay uh, it's a constant uh, experience <clears throat> you are never going to stop learning and that's that's just to to add 
to your knowledge. So that, that, I think that's good when we compare it to other systems like Windows that don't really go learning uh, the entire system or what you can do with this. You just, you know, open up your game and start playing and that's it. It's not like that with units like systems and it's always pleasing pleasing thing to when you you learn a new thing or yeah you're never going to stop learning and that's 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 just how life works isn't that that's the truth but sometimes it it makes people sad to know that they're never going to be the best never going to know everything but that's how it is personally i find it uh, exciting to know that there's always something new. Oh, that depends on the mindset of the other person because some people just don't see it that way. So they see it as always an improvement. And when they look back in their in their history, they see that they didn't know, know much and, and they don't really know much now, but the the, the path you took uh, so so it's so a constructive thing that that you know it's a good thing okay you're never going to stop learning but that doesn't mean you never uh, uh smart enough that's just the opposite thing <clears throat> the more you learn the more the more you know and of course you may have that that idea that the more you know the less you know but that's okay that's i think that's how uh, uh life in general works and it's not different in in this this topic. Yeah, it's about modesty. Yeah, definitely. While you're at it, and to keep up the good mood, you may want to keep a journal log of what you've learned so far. That's a great way to take your independence, and you can use it instead of looking up stuff online. So it's a great thing to do. Now let's move to the technical parts. What are some technical tips we want to give to newcomers? You, you shouldn't be messing with your hard disk, but if you do so, well, be sure that you're gonna scrub up a lot of things. So the most common way people learn about Linux or about Unix or about any other, any other Unix-like system is that is the way you go through this by testing stuff or by messing with stuff and sometimes you end up breaking something and that's that's the way i think most people learn because that's the way uh, you learn by error so when you you when you make some error you you are kind of learning how to do the, the thing in the right way instead of going to make the way the error again in the future be patient because you are going to, to go through this uh in a graduated way i mean like it's not something static that you are going to do if i would say something to myself right now if i can travel to, through time and tell something i would say like if you don't have a second machine don't break the system don't just mess with the partitioning, especially the partitioning. It can be frustrating when it breaks, but uh, yeah, as you said, it's it's a method of learning. It's a it's it's a push forward because you have to get yourself out of this situation, and especially if you don't have a second machine or or any backup, you have to mess with your system. Yeah, we don't really have to 
to start that way, but I see it like the most common thing people do when they start learning Unix-like systems. Uh, someone on, on IRC, when I was asking some days ago, said that uh, wired connections are helpful when learning, especially Unix. And the reason he said that was because there are a lot of issues with uh, networking when it comes to Unix in general, for, because of the drivers especially. That was his advice to tell himself, uh, if, if you want to start with Unix, make sure you have a good uh, Ethernet connection. But then I would I would have loved to add to this that uh, it doesn't you don't you don't really need to have a connection to begin with to learn because people are underestimating the the power of man pages and internal documentation that comes with Unix, and that's what my personal advice: don't underestimate man pages. If you want to start with something, start to learn. There, there's a man page man intro. And it gives you an introduction of, of very of very basic comments. There, there is also info that comes with a lot of a lot more of documentation. So my experience reading man pages like when you need some specific information, but it's something not 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 a, not really a big deal. You just need to 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 make something work quickly. So if you need some further explanation or something like that, you may you may read the documentation from Info, which works basically like man pages. It's just a little different. Yeah, so internal documentation is a good part to start learning. And I think newcomers are not used to this because uh, on other operating systems, you don't really need to click the help button and get the... the, the the manual out and start reading. You need to to be de determined to to start reading something. And not everyone likes to read. Yeah, but you get used to it as you go learning it. There, there's one thing. Please separate your home from your system. Please do that. You are going to thank me later. For safety purpose. I mean, if you don't don't really want to go into trouble. Or trying to to migrate or trying to uh, uh, switch from system to system gen in general for safety purposes. You don't, you don't want to, to lose your files, your so important files like I did. Or you could tell them to use a virtual machine to test stuff or to double boot, dual boot. Yeah, but what I mean is that when you finally have uh, your system working, uh, you might want to have a partition for your home. It's it's just for a, a, a better that you 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 don't want uh, your personal files to be mixed with your system itself, and having isolated place for your personal files uh, can can save you a lot of time of trying to to grasp the the, the partitions or trying to switch from one distro to another. I think that's too advanced for newcomers. They don't even realize what are partitions. <laughs> okay, sorry. You're going to tell a newcomer, uh, put your home partition in a se separate drive or separate it from the rest, and he doesn't know what's a partition, neither what's a slash home. He doesn't know the file hierarchy. I don't know if it's the kind of advice you would give to a newcomer. <laughs> 
yeah using root accounts wisely actually like not logging uh in a like logging is fine but uh starting actions from there like ic or web browsers or even xbox like that i did the same mistake uh, when i started out using root for for everything also setting strong passwords for the root account like don't like be like simple passwords or just uh words strong password going to like save you from a lot of harassment or any kind of security issues. I mean, that's just one of the things that, but later on the road, you're going to really, if you're interested to learn about the security. Are we going to discuss any kind of advanced thing, like uh, from just knowing around the system, uh, we have discussed man pages. So are we going to go into more in advance, like learning uh, basics of automation, like scripting and uh, basics? Uh, I mean, obviously, you have to learn how to use your system. Yeah. Yeah. Advice to newcomers. Use your system. (laughs) So that's about it for this podcast. Overall, we discuss mainly four big topics. The purpose, your goal, communities or the environment that helps you learn and dependence, taking care of yourself, and the little technical stuff that you might not know and that are not so difficult for a newcomer. So that's about it. Now let's move to the section where we talk about what we did last week and what I personally did this week. So last week's subject was about file hierarchy. What is file hierarchy? It's the way the system is split into directories and what those directories mean and why they are this way and how it changed through time. So we went through the history and all the different reasons. It was really interesting to do this research. And if you have no idea about the hierarchy and and you want to know, then just go to the last week episode and listen to it. Personally, this week I discovered something called a mind map. Mind map is some kind of uh, structure, sort of like uh, sort of like nodes related by links, but they don't have to be directed, and it can be it can have s- cyclic waves inside of it. So anyway, it's it's a sort of brainstorming, and there are a bunch of softwares available as open source on Unix, and I. I did a sort of small reviews of them and I might post it on the forums soon enough. So that's it now. Let's just say thanks to the people who participated in this week episode. Thank you the Lost and thank you Stark. Now where can people join you? Here we go. Usually Stark and the Lost are found on the Nixers IRC or Unix.chat IRC. Find me in Nix channel. I'm always I'm, I'm, I'm always there so you can contact me at the Nixus IRC yeah. and as usual if you want to contribute uh, you can check the thread and in the show notes there's a link with all the ways you can contribute and just check that and thank you again for listening I'm Vinam and this was the Nixus Podcast <laughs>